we all can't hear. I hold the oh, camera. Oh Lord. Turn, turn around. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna drink it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Number one. There may be one element that'll give it away, but we'll see. That. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, hold on. We will see. Welcome to the Branding Box Podcast. I'm your host, Melina Whitson, and today we're joined by Ian Fleming, owner of Sincerely Coffee Roasters here in Midtown OKC. Ian. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for... Super excited. Awesome. Thanks so much for opening up your doors to us. Um, I feel like a coffee shop is my natural habitat. When I was little, my parents went back to school. And instead of, you know, having a babysitter like most normal people, they brought me to coffee shops and they would study and they would buy me, I remember, a chocolate chip cookie and a um, hot cocoa. And I would be hanging out in a coffee shop for a couple hours. So... Uh, I've always felt really warm and uh, comforted by the smells and um, just the environment of being in a, in a coffee shop. Absolutely, it's definitely a third place. I mean, uh, your 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 story of coming in with your family all the time is like I see families like that here all the time. So yeah, it's it definitely feels like a third place over here as well. So awesome. Yeah, uh, I wanted to start with our branding game. Yours is called Brand Association. You haven't seen these logos and no. celebrities yet. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to show you the logo. I'm going to show you the celebrity face. And you're going to tell me the very first thing that comes to mind. The no filter. Raw. All right. And you can be as mean as you want to be. They're not right. people I know. All right. Okay. We'll see what happens. All right. All right. I'm going to mix them up. I hope you know all these people. Well, the thing is. Oh, no. <laughs> Pop culture references okay. are challenging for me, but we're, we're about to find out. Okay. We're about to find out. Okay, you'll know this one. Amazon.com. Uh, uh, I think of a delivery driver. Okay. Yeah. Tesla. Okay. Um, wealth and um, sustainability. Okay. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, no idea. You don't know who he is? Okay, I didn't know who he was until recently. He's dating Taylor Swift. Okay. He's he's a football player on the on the on the Chiefs. See, people are always <laughs> I I wouldn't know. People are always saying like, oh, how could you not know that? And so, yep. Yeah. No, no idea. I'm sorry, Travis. We still we <laughs> still how of us still don't know who you are. IKEA. Uh like build your own, you know, furniture. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know that one. Do you do you feel good about IKEA when you say build your own furniture, or do you feel for the frustration? I feel convenience okay. and uh, decent quality. Okay. Yeah, decent quality. Scooters, coffee. Um, <laughs> huh? Uh, really fast and uh, well, actually, I don't know. I've never been to scooters. I'm not gonna lie. I've never been to scooters. No, There's like fifteen thousand around here. That's. I it's hard when I when you work in coffee yeah you know and I really like what we do uh, it's hard to get away from what we do but, okay that's fair um, also drive throughs I have something about drive throughs I worked at drive through uh, only Starbucks uh, okay first started and so drive throughs kind of are uh, they they're triggering for me are they 
But is that that good of an experience, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kanye West. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a that's a wild card. That's yes. a very volatile person, I think. Yeah. 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 He's he's a little bit he's been a little bit all over the place for a while here. Okay. No doubt. Spirit Airlines. Uh, you know, I've never, I've flown a lot. Okay. Um, never. Never Spirit, never huh? Spirit. And okay. Spirit is not a brand that I actually feel like I know very well, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you're one of the, I don't, I don't know about Spirit. I, know about Spirit. I, I don't, I don't hear ever anything good about Spirit. So I was curious okay. if you had a positive, it's, 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 she, she's got a lot of stuff going on really? as a budget airline. Yeah. Every time I turn on some sort of there's news about, there's Spirit. something happened with Spirit Airlines. I'm like, okay. you poor thing, get it together. Uh, okay, we're good. Well, cool. Thank you. How'd I do? Did I do you right? did great. Okay. I loved your being Sweet. candid. Awesome. Uh, I did feel like you were being a little reserved with scooters, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. We can be reserved sometimes. Uh, you were being very polite. I appreciate that. <laughs> Sincerely Coffee Roasters began roasting in 2019 and opened their flagship store in 2020. Nestled beside Commonplace Bookstore in Midtown OKC, Sincerely Coffee Roasters continues to share coffee, food, and drinks with good people. Ian, yeah. I was not going to ask you this question because I felt like they, it was a gimme question and I've done it before and I was like, okay, let's let's not ask. But I, I had asked you, where are you from? Anticipating you to just be like, hey, I'm from Oklahoma, you know, and, and you know, hung out here and decided to open this coffee shop. And then you started by saying that you lived um, in, was it Singapore, did you say? Okay. So can, can you elaborate to us? How did you end up overseas at such a young age. Yeah, so my parents were with the church and they moved uh, to the Philippines when I was three months old. So I was in, in Manila out with my family. Uh, my dad did communications um, over there and then uh, we were there for 13 years. And then the like the main office for the regional, uh, like the organization like moved from from the Philippines to Singapore and so our family was a part of that move uh, with about three other families. So we all moved to Singapore and lived there for about five years. I graduated high school there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next logical kind of the steps you take in life, you know, you go to you go to college. And um, my options were all Nazarene schools because that's, you know, we, we were able to get a bunch of scholarships through that um, because of uh, being Nazarene uh, missionary, a Nazarene missionary family. And so I decided to go to Southern Nazarene mm -hmm. um, because I was like, well, they have a basketball program. And I was like super into basketball. And so that's kind of why I, I came to Oklahoma. And then went that was there for a semester and just was like, nope, can't do this. Uh, and uh, started working at Starbucks. Okay. Um, so that's kind of, uh, I, my first job ever in coffee was actually at Starbucks in Singapore. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I was going to ask you how you got your start in coffee, but yeah. you just answered it. Now I have a curious question. Yeah. Is there a major difference between a, a Singapore Starbucks and an American Starbucks? Y yes. I mean, uh, I will say for one, they're for at least, I don't know how it is now, mm -hmm. but I've been here for about 12 years now. Uh, when I was there, it was, uh, there were no drive-thrus and pretty much anything that you ate in a, in a cafe, it was, it was either for here to go. Like they would even do for here mugs and stuff. Okay. Well, Starbucks here, I feel like you don't get that. Like anywhere you go, if you get a Starbucks um, latte or whatever, it's going to be in to-go cup, yep. even if you drink it for here. Um, and it just felt a little less fast food, I think. I see. 
I see. So it feels, it felt more like what you guys have here, which is you'll get everything served, the you know, nice, okay, ceramic yeah. mug and all that. Okay. Exactly. Very cool. A little more classy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, it's yeah. almost like they want you to stay. Yeah. Which still, maybe now they don't. <laughs> They don't want you to hang. They just need people in and out. Go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I snooped your Instagram okay. before we did this. Right, cool. I wanted to see, okay, what is Ian's, what are your interests? And I found out that your interests are coffee. Yeah. I mean, this is it. Yeah. Uh, can you explain to me the process, the research that goes into starting a, a coffee roaster? Like I saw that you went, you went overseas and you were meeting some growers and you had gone to some coffee shops in San Francisco and you saw the, the roasting machines they were using. Yeah. How, how in depth is this research? Sure. I, for me, it wasn't a, it didn't feel like a very, um, I wasn't like taking notes or I, I think for me, it was, it was a feeling. It was, a um, you know, I, I started working at, so I was working at Starbucks here in Oklahoma for a bit and then moved into, uh, I started working at Coffee Slingers and was there for four and a half years. And the pictures that you saw mm -hmm. uh, at Origin or at like farm level, that was my, during my time at Coffee Slingers. Okay. Um, and so for me, like uh, it was all learning on the go. Like I, I just kept, um, I stuck with it and I kept, um, I, I wanted to learn how to roast. And when I was at Coffee Slingers, I kept pursuing that and that led me and opened a bunch of other doors to go to places like El Salvador and Guatemala to buy coffee or to, to visit farms and whatnot. And then, um, just my interest in coffee, uh, you know, led me to, you know, I was any, any city that I went to, I was like, I want to try all the coffee shops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just kind of being on the job and, and really enjoying all these different parts of, of what it, what it was. I think, uh, I just, it's just me just being in the job. That's yeah. kind of where all my research, I guess. So you, well, so you yeah. gravitated toward it. So it doesn't feel like you're, I mean, I call it research because from my yeah. point of view, I don't know anything about coffee. So I'm like, he's doing some detailed research. You're like, hey, no, I'm just watching how this process works and yeah. I am absorbing it and I'm seeing how this could work to make my own roastery, to make my own coffee and how I want it. So how do you, would you know exactly where the beans come from for your coffee yeah yeah absolutely um we work with uh uh importers um a few of them are, are one of them is uh, balzic brothers uh they're in uh, charleston south carolina they're my favorite importer to work with uh and they what they do is they supply a list of hey these are our offerings right now and uh from that list i can i can request samples uh, green coffee, which is unroasted coffee. Mm -hmm. I can request samples and I can roast them myself and try them. Um, or they can send me roasted samples. And so from that, it, it, it comes down to like, what do I, what are the flavor profiles that I'm looking for? Um, do I want to offer a unique origin or process? Uh, and so, yeah, I, I know, I know every, every coffee that, that we get, uh, pretty well. Um, I will say we do work directly with uh, uh, two farmers. So I have uh, connections and relationships with a couple of farmers. Okay. And I've been to their farm. So that's pretty cool. That's really neat. Um, that's really cool. Okay. So explain this to me yeah. as, a, as a very layman coffee drinker. Um, 
When you say a different roast, are you saying that the bean comes from a different farm or are we just strictly talking about how long a bean has been roasted for? Or is it kind of both? It could be both. Yeah, I think it, I think it could be both. I mean, I think most people when they say uh, different roasts, um, like as, as a layman, uh, I guess, what what do you think about whenever uh, some, you someone say it's a different roast? Well, I don't know, you know, because when I, so if I work in it, I like to bake. So let's say if I'm talking about a different cookie, well, I'm talking about a different cookie, okay? I'm yeah. talking about, like, this one has chocolate chips and this one has cranberry. Like, it's a different ingredient altogether. Yeah. So it's a little, that's why I guess I'm confused. Yeah. But when I'm saying, when someone says it's a different roast, is this, okay, these are different beans that have been roasted? Or is it, no, this is the same bean, but it's been roasted longer? I would say when I, like, when I hear that, I kind of think they're just talking about which, like, if there's a different coffee on the shelf. Um, although, uh, for us, it's like, we can we talk about roast level, which is the degree of which if it's if it's a lighter roast or a darker roast or if it's somewhere in the middle, um, you could uh, look at that as like different roast levels. Okay. Um, and for us, typically we we don't go too far into the dark roast coffees. Uh, we stick more like the light to medium, and it's all all of our roasting it comes down to like uh, a trial and error uh, of like putting the coffee in the roaster. And then tasting it and being like, what can we do different with this coffee? Do we want to go a little bit darker on this? Do we need to go a little bit lighter? Um, and there's a bunch of other little little d- details. In there, so. so you have times in your life where you're sitting around and your job is just to try coffee. Yeah. So it's a nice. That's a nice yeah. job. <laughs> it is pretty fun. I I love it. I, yeah. Um. So one thing that I I I really you might have seen in my my profile that you were looking at, uh, I got to go to Charleston for, uh, it's called a Q grader examination and course. Okay. Um, Q grader stands for quality grader. And basically that is just someone that knows how to taste coffee, knows how to score coffee. And I went through that process of like, and then learned how to taste and, and, and score coffees. Okay. Um, and so, sincerely we like to try every week we like to roast so we roast on mondays usually and we do our best to to taste or cup is what we call it so a cupping is like you have a line of coffees and you have these spoons and you slurp and you take notes of those coffees um and so every tuesday we try to cup. uh so yeah it's almost every week that we're we're tasting coffee like that that's really neat yeah it's pretty fun does uh does the environment, I mean, Oklahoma has, I don't know what kind of environment, it's dry, sometimes it's humid, the other, other times, does that stuff affect roasting or the flavor of a coffee? I mean, I so definitely the environment does play a factor in um, uh, how the coffee roasts. Uh, you know, you have humidity and, and pressure mm-hmm. uh, and different things like that. Um but so when whenever we roast, we actually have a computer that is hooked up to the roaster, mm-hmm. and it tracks um, uh, it tracks every about thirty seconds the like rate of rise, the rate at which the coffee rises in temperature every thirty seconds, um, and with that we can adjust our our gas or airflow to kind of make sure that that coffee follows a, a, a path. How do you, okay, so these recipes, yeah. are these things that, is there like a standard here are recipes and then you go off of these and then you tweak them to what you like? Is that typically how it works or? It is a, 
I mean, there is definitely, you know, you have a foundational understanding of like, sure, this is roasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, in understanding what, like what the coffee goes through in these different phases, uh, you have to turn the coffee brown. Um, and it, it goes from green to yellow to about orange to brown. And then there's a, a, a phase called first crack where the coffee actually kind of pops a little bit like popcorn. Okay. Um, and in each of these little, these sensory, um, I guess phases, right. Uh, there's, there's time associated. And so like tracking time between when the coffee turns yellow to when that first crack, first crack happens, that like playing with that, um, the length of time in the middle, um, affects parts of the flavor profile. And so does the end of the roast. So how long between the first crack and the end, whenever you put the, whenever you drop the coffee, um, so longer versus shorter, you might have, uh, uh, brighter flavors if it's a little bit of a shorter roast, or you might have a lesser body. If you have a shorter roast, uh, a longer roast, you might have a bigger body. So. If somebody says this coffee tastes bitter, what are they saying? Like, what what are we tasting when we say, "Oh, there's too much too much acidity" or whatever it is, and the interpretation yeah. is? Uh, well, for for one, I I think sometimes we, I mean, you just can't get away from bitterness in coffee. It's it's going to be there, um, it, just because the nature of you know caffeine is bitter, um, and so I will say. The longer that you roast coffee, uh, you get into caramelization, and the longer that you spend in caramelization, that turns more and more bitter. Okay. Um, the other thing is, it's it's all about like understanding how uh, the length of t- time in each of your phases uh, that affects other parts of of a flavor fro- profile. So like, you you're looking for balance at the end of the day. So it's like if you have something that's bright. Uh, you might want to, if a coffee is inherently going to be really acidic, you might want to stretch that roast out to to level that out, to, to round it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you might want to make it go a little bit darker to kind of uh, bring some balance, so a little more, maybe a little bit more bitterness to the, to the cup. Uh, I don't usually like to talk in terms of bitterness um, as much as, as uh, other flavor profiles or other uh, sensory aspects of the coffee. Sure. Um, but really it's a game of like understanding each coffee really well, uh, to a point where you know what to adjust in your roast so that you have your, you find balance. Um, I know that might've been way off track with your question. No, no, it makes sense when you, when you were talking about the caramelization Mm -hmm. and, and then staying in that stage, making it more bitter. I, I think that would be. Whenever somebody would criticize somebody, especially like normal people, like, you know, me. And being like, oh, this is bitter. Yeah. I've always been curious about what that is. And right. so that makes sense. Hey, if you hang out here and you're roasting her too long, she's going to get a little bit more bitter. But we don't have to use those words yeah. because they're not. No, no, they're not. What's the most notable difference between you? You guys are a small batch coffee and a large batch coffee like the big national chains. What would you say is the, is the biggest difference that you would notice right off the bat? There's there's a lot more attention to detail. There's a lot more attention to the craft and um, usually people that are that are trained at a level where uh, they understand coffee, they understand how to brew coffee to where there's a level of like autonomy and like and control over 
how they do it, mm-hmm. like how they prepare the espresso or the pour over or whatever it is. Um, I think that's that's one big thing is that there's a lot more, I feel like, attention to detail uh, when it comes to brewing and preparing coffee uh, along with the quality of coffee that, that is purchased. Like, so uh, we buy a lot of coffee, like I mentioned, from that importer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's scores attached to that. And so we're buying coffees with pretty high scores, uh, meaning they just, they're higher quality. Um, and I think that's another big part of, of what di- differentiates, differentiates us from like some of those more, the bigger chains, national chains, mm-hmm. uh, the quality, attention to detail, craft. So you're not um, just pushing a button. Yes, exactly. You're actually pouring your air yeah. and roasting it. and Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I like know that. that coffee really well. Yeah. Okay, so now I have to ask you, what, if you're going to order something, yeah. what's your favorite cup of coffee? What What would you order? Oh, man. I, I usually, I always, if I'm going to a new shop, I will always get an espresso, and uh, just a regular cup of coffee, or like a like a pour over, uh, manual brew coffee. Okay. So pretty pretty much straight, straight okay. coffee. Um, You're a purist. Yeah. A Don't bit. give me all the. <laughs> I want to taste it. Cause, okay. If I have a sweet tooth, tooth, I'm not I'm not afraid of a pumpkin spice latte. Okay. So I'll I'll definitely drink a pumpkin. Spice <laughs> That's latte. surprising. We, we have a pumpkin spice latte. Okay. Um, during fall, and it's really it's really nice. Okay. I, I love I was not expecting yeah. that. I thought you'd yeah. be a purist, like no only black coffee. That's yeah. the only thing I'll drink. But no, no that if I want some dessert, I'm gonna drink a bumpy spice. Yeah, okay, great. Because I drink them all the time. I I drink lattes like it's 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 out of control. Uh, it's basically a meal. Okay, so you are gonna be teaching us how to make a cappuccino. Yeah. I'm really excited to do this. I have never made a, a cappuccino before. One and two, I've never worked on one of these fancy machines before. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? I think so. I think I think I can handle it. Okay. Yeah, it'll be good. Okay. I believe in you. Okay. Thank you. All right. We're going to go head over to the uh, espresso machine. Espresso machine. Espresso not, machine. not espresso. And not espresso. Don't say no Don't espresso. No espresso. Uh, we're going to go to the espresso machine, and Ian's going to teach me how to make a cappuccino. Yes. Okay. So I need a mug. Yes. This one. Okay. I can do this part. This is the part I can nice. do. Yes, clean it. Little pitcher interaction. Oh, I need this in my hand. Yeah, it is very nice. Now, okay, I take this. I would, I maybe start with prepping your milk first. Okay, for the milk, am I eyeballing this? Am I doing like a half? You're gonna go like right a little bit above the the bottom of that spout. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Now this. Yes, this. I'm afraid of this machine. Okay. Because well, I'm right here, so. Okay. <laughs> how do I, oh, also, how does it know to do all these things? This this machine is, is volumetric, so it does have a setting where it, it will stop the shot automatically. Okay. There's also kind of like a more of a manual setting. The way that I did it just now was um, manual, and I stopped it when I wanted it to. I see. Um, for you, I would recommend you can you can try it that way, but you can also use this middle setting and it'll stop automatically oh. that goes in there now i put it in here does mm-hmm. this thing know what it's doing or it, do i have to know what i'm doing that will stop automatically it's on a timer okay. so, so you I just, just put... yep put it in there and uh we'll see it, it didn't go all the way so there you go i got scared <laughs> well so what i usually do is when i pick it up i'll just kind of do, give it a little shake until it's level like the actual portafilter okay 
and then you can set the porter filter in there okay, am I without any mm -hmm. okay and don't put any pressure just make sure before you even put pressure you're going to make sure hey that is, is that level is that feel like nice and snug and level all the way around okay. so you can kind of put your hand on it like that does it feel level it does feel level okay good okay now i just push it yes i'm supposed to feel the counter yes i feel the counter if you feel the counter i feel it good I'm it looks pretty great i like it yes so we're gonna set that in there before you do that i'm gonna uh, recommend Lee. Let's do this little cleaning, out. cleaning there. Yeah. So this is kind of... seems to be the hardest part for everybody. Okay. <laughs> so the you, you can actually see underneath there. You see these little oh, grooves, yeah. those little grooves there. Yeah, yeah. So the those those little uh, I call them forks earlier. I don't even know what you call those. They match up to this. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna leave. you're gonna start from the left. Oh, so you're gonna okay. go from Why left, well, left to right. Okay. Got there? it. And then and then. Yep, just like that. Now all the way to the end. Yep, great job. Now, um, and it's going to know it's a stop. It is, yeah. I have it programmed to stop at around uh, the, the gram inch it needs to stop at. When I set this in mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. what set, so I, I put it, you said you set it in the notch like this, yeah. Yes, like in the notch like and that, then yeah. And where do I put this? So the tip of the steam wand is going to go a little bit off center and to the bottom part of the picture. Should it touch the bottom? It shouldn't touch the bottom. No. So you should see like the, uh, like right there. Okay. See how you can see the, the line there? I, yeah. And it's like the tip of the steam wand is a little bit below the surface of the milk. And that's kind of what you're looking for. It's a little bit hot, too hot to touch. Oh, hot. All right, we can turn it off. Yeah, that works. Hot. Okay, cool. Good job. Quality. <laughs> okay. Pour her in there. There we go. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit of some swirls and some tapping. So what that does is it kind of, all the foam that starts to separate, you kind of incorporate it all. Oh, I like so it. That so it's you get kind a of, nice light all the way through. Yes, all okay. the way through. Uh, start a little bit further away from the, the cup. Maybe not that high. You don't need to. So a little bit further. Perfect. And start pouring. Just straight down. Straight down the middle. Okay. All right, and then once you get about two thirds up, get a little bit closer, like a lot closer actually, maybe a little bit of a wiggle. All right. Wait, what's happening? And here? then draw through. Beautiful. Oh, See? Beauty. Nice. Expressions, uh, you're going to take it long ways. Okay. And then press, uh, press it together and close to the cup like that. Yes, and just kind of, and you can twist it too, that works. Um, that's perfect. Let's pour it all the time. I made you a cup. <laughs> all right, guys, we're back. I have my cappuccino here. It is half drank. I gave Andreas my cappuccino that I made, and he has currently drank uh, none of it. So I guess <laughs> he's over there, he's taking a drink. Real quick, take a drink. Um, clearly, I'm not going to be a barista anytime soon. I appreciate your patience with me, Ian. That was so much fun. That, oh my gosh, I am so thrilled that I made a heart. You have no idea. I was like, there is no way I'm gonna. He's gonna be able to teach me on the fly, and it was like you made it no, easy. No, that was that was pretty great. First cappuccino, uh, yeah. For first cappuccino, I think we said seven out of ten, and I yeah re reiterate that. Thank seven you. Ten for sure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah and and um, Andreas has been doing all of the ratings, so this is. <laughs> it's, uh, I have, I have. He, he, he threw shade at me. He said I wasn't gonna be a barista. Unbelievable. 
No, okay, well, you, you're supposed to encourage me when I, no, when I am, I, when I am disparaging of myself, you should be like, no, Melina, I think you can do anything you want, including You're capable. <laughs> okay, I want to talk to you about your brand. Okay. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Your brand is so different from other coffee shops, coffee roasters uh, in Oklahoma and other parts of, of the country that I've been to. And what you do that's so different is you add faces, identities to your roasts. Uh, Andreas, can you grab some of those uh, bags right there so we can take a look at them as we're talking about them? So here's two of them. Yeah. Okay. So we have Sunny Shane and we have Hank the Barber. First, I have to ask this question yes. more. Here are, here are more roasts. Uh, are these actual people? Do we know these people? They're, they are not actual people. Okay. Uh, they are some of inspired, I would say loosely inspired by real people, but they are just characters, fictional characters uh, that we wanted to to add to our, our brand. Okay. And how did you guys, so the idea was, and I love yeah. the tie-in here, that you will give your roast an identity like you would have a person. And we were talking off camera and you said you wanted people to be able to identify a roast and see the picture and say, oh, I, I want that roast. Yeah. It's that immediately you know the flavors that you're looking for. Because I don't know how many times really people remember the name of something yeah, no, as no. much as we're all visual. Sure. Um, so I think that's really cool. Who was the artist who did these for you? So Chris Castro, a uh, local uh, guy, he's been around OKC for a while. Uh, he, he's the one that, that, uh, helped us with these characters. Okay. Yeah. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the cool thing about it though, is like, uh, I mentioned how the flavor, the, the coffee, the characters, we associate those with like a plate, like a, uh, people know what to expect when they buy Sunny Chain, uh, just because, uh, they know what they're getting or they know what to expect doesn't mean it's the exact same coffee. Okay. So uh, we're we have like the, the flexibility to be able to try to find a coffee that's similar enough, um, that and and different enough to make people excited about something different, but still like oh yeah that's that's sunny chain. It feels you know, familiar. It's yeah. still sunny chain. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys are located here in Midtown OKC. Mm -hmm. What drew you to Midtown? Okay. So. Uh, Midtown, I mean, Midtown's great. I love Midtown. I love just all the businesses around here. Uh, it's, it's definitely feels kind of up and coming a little bit in some ways in that there's a lot of, uh, residential areas coming up around here, mm -hmm. um, apartments and stuff. But this space kind of came about in a kind of a, a crazy, uh, deal where I had previously worked at the kitchen at Commonplace and... Uh, that's the space that, that we're in right now. Was, okay. It was previously the Kitchen at Commonplace, and uh, that business uh, uh, stopped doing business. And we, uh, I knew the people because I worked here, and they said, "Do you want to pop up?" That's awesome. So you're attached to the bookstore. So I mean, it's, it's. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, you know, you get your sense. book, you you drink your coffee. I think I, that's. It's a beautiful marriage. It feels like it just was meant to happen. Yeah. It's weird, but yeah. Okay, so here's here's my question that I didn't want to share with you ahead of time because okay. it's an on-the-spot question. Cool. 
if I'm in the pinch and I can't get your coffee yeah. and I got to go to Crest and I got to yeah. get myself like a drip coffee or a K-cup coffee. Hey. I mean, we're going we're going quick here. Yeah. What brand of coffee would you pull off the shelf oh to take home with you? Um, like a K. That's that's a hard one because I I'm I'm gonna start I'm gonna start just naming them off. Yeah. You got Dunkin', uh, you got McDonald's, Pete's Coffee, goodness. Starbucks. Uh, you have I La Colombe. I think maybe they started something brew. Okay. Uh, we can get a little bougie. I feel like Stumptown or or a Pete's Coffee probably is what I would would go to for sure if I was in a pinch. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I think it's time for us to bring out your branding box. Okay. Take yeah. a look what's inside. Awesome. All right. Let's go do this. Cool. Okay, Ian. All right. Let's start with your cool Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um Yeah, this 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 is a pretty cool deal. We wanted to d- definitely have several different products that we could potentially sell um outside of the cafe. So, we're we're also a wholesale business, so we sell uh uh whole wholesale coffee to all kinds of different places, groceries, uh like we sell coffee to like 30th Street Market and Flor Bodega. Uh, you can find our cold brew there um, along with Plant uh, Midtown. And this, the, the, what's cool about this is we, we wanted to offer something like this and a local company by the name of Rome Cold Brew uh, approached us and they were like, would you like to collaborate on something? And so uh they do this for us um so uh, it's it's really cool uh to to be able to work with local people i love that and and so this is definitely representative of of a lot of the relationships that are here at okc um that we support each other in different in different ways like this so so yeah i see that Mm -hmm. okay so in that same vein this right here waffle champ yes so Waffle Champ here in Midtown, they carry your coffee. Yes. So when you go to Waffle Champ, listen up, folks. When you're ordering a coffee, you're ordering a Sincerely Coffee Roasters coffee. Uh, how did that relationship start? Um, so uh, the owner, Todd Woodruff, comes in here regularly. He, he started coming in here. And one day I was just talking to him and was like, what do you think about, you know, working together? And yeah. uh, can it kind of came about of, of just that regular uh, interaction um, and getting to know the the guy so uh, over there and and yeah they uh, they've been working with us for I'm trying to think about how long they've been working with us for now probably at least a year okay um, but yeah they've been really really fun fun to work with for sure great so. great you have some tools in here mm-hmm. yes that one I worked with yes. what are we calling they this again this this is a tamper. Tamper. Yeah. So this is to make it level. Yes. Because we want everything level. Exactly. Okay. This is to make the coffee level. It's also to pack the coffee down. So uh, what makes espresso uh, espresso is that you're forcing pressurized hot water through a bed of coffee. And if you don't have any, apply any pressure to it, then it just doesn't brew properly. So you have to have some pressure. It has to be level and it has to be some pressure. Okay. I'm packing it down. Okay. And then Amper. also in the same vein, yeah. I have this guy. Yeah. What do we call What do we call him? I'm going to take him. This is a trier. Okay. Um, yes. Got it. So this is a trier. So this comes uh, 
Uh, this is on the roaster, in the roaster. Uh, so the roaster is almost like, um, a, you, you could imagine it's like a, a dryer or a washing machine, a front-loading dryer washing machine that spins <laughs> and underneath is a flame. And uh, the green coffee goes in on the top and the, the, the roaster spins to keep the coffee moving. So it's, it's never going to sit on one part of the metal at a time. It's just constantly moving um, so that you're not burning any of the coffee. This comes out of the roaster um, so that you can actually try it. Uh, you can look at it. Oh, that makes sense. The yeah, name, duh. Exactly. Okay. So you, you can take a look at it. You can smell it. Um, and oftentimes those sensory um, cues are, are a big part of like uh, understanding a coffee. So like some coffees you're like, oh, I know that at this time it needs to be yellow. And at this time it should smell like this. Um, so there's, there's a lot of different uh, uses for this. Um, and also like by the end of the roast, it's good to like be able to have this to smell. Okay, this smells like it did last time I dropped it. And it's time to drop the coffee. So okay. that's that's what this tool is for. Very cool. To be able to try the coffee. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. But we have in here yes. uh, your roast. And we have your, this is a sticker, right? Yes. Okay. So your branding was yeah. done by, who did your branding? So Landon Ferguson uh, was one of my business partners. Okay. Um, there are, are five of us. And uh, he's the one that did the, the branding for us. So yeah. What gravitated, what made you guys pick the pink so i think the pink um it was it was a little bit of just we like those pastel colors i guess yeah and 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 uh the whole wes anderson style uh we talked about that a little bit in the beginning yeah and uh so that's kind of a little bit of the inspiration there okay yeah very nice uh and then last but not least you have these beautiful wreaths hanging around your shop and you wanted to include it in the branding box uh, tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, so uh, I mentioned earlier, um, Amanda Weathers is, is a friend and a, and a regular that's come in here regularly, and uh, she did the wreaths for us, and she does a lot of really good work like this, and um, for me, the reason I wanted to put it in the box is just because it felt like a lot of what Sincerely is, is it's sincere, like, relationship it's it's like um we're all about those uh, like authentic interactions with people and like the people that walk in the door every day like we know their name we know um you know about their lives a lot of the time even if it's a short little uh conversation most days it, it is meaningful and um i love being able to work with people that support us and yeah. so that's 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 why the reach I love it. Yeah. It looks great. Thank you. Thanks so much for sharing with us. Yeah. Absolutely. I so appreciate it. And I appreciate your time and uh, teaching me how to make a cappuccino. Yeah. I mean, here, I, you know. You're a pro now. I will get, <laughs> I, yeah, I'll get to a 10 soon, Andreas. Soon. It will. <laughs> Just a little bit of practice. So we, we'll be 10 out of 10. That's sure. right. That's right. <laughs> to learn more about Sincerely Coffee Roasters, visit sincerely.coffee on the web to see pictures of Ian, his branding box, and me making a cappuccino. Uh, Visit us at thebrandingbox.co, both on the web and on our Instagram at thebrandingbox.co. Thanks, guys.